0: This is the bar steward's enquiry. Right. You're talking absolute rubbish. Absolute rubbish. In, in what way? You were an
1: underachiever in life. You, I saved a bacon one time. You were gone. Go, well. Wow. I couldn't save you. I said I loved you. But you said the right
0: thing. But that's why you don't know anything about racing, John. I, I didn't say I do. Right? I'm saying that. what? What if you contribute to racing? You're
1: one of
2: these take-out merchants. Take out all you can.
0: And a very big warm welcome to the Bar Stewards Enquiry Guineas special. We've also got the Thirsk Cunt Cup and with me this evening, as always, is John Lang of John Joe's Blogspot. My name's Lee Keys of systembet.co.uk and we've got a very special guest again tonight. It's uh, Middlesbrough's Finest. The ginger Hitler, and he he sorted you out last time he was on. He gave you my drogo. He left you in no uncertain terms. And I'm told as well he's got an absolute throbbing banker for this weekend. Is that right? Is that
2: right, stocks? Is that it right? It definitely it definitely isn't right. No, there's nothing. <laughs> it's out in my arm. Man. I've got to be honest. It looks desperate. Uh, do you think? It, it doesn't look very appetising. To be honest. See, look at this.
0: It's Guinea's weekend. And we're already we're already supplying misery John. you know. I know, I
1: know.
0: Mi- misery seeps in. We're at, at supposed to be and positive about the game, aren't we? And this is where we're
1: this is where we're getting.
0: <laughs> I know, this is what you do when you bring him on. It's it's just you know, it's misery. He sets the bar very, very low. Um, he did when he
1: said he was naked for starters.
0: Oh I, I, this is Bar Stewart's raw. Raw. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, on to the questions, because it is a busy show. We've got quite a lot to get through. So I will start with a, a good one from a, a good good, good friend and listener of the show. Uh, Ian Davis says, John, uh, and I'll put this one first to you. Uh, many say the Rowley Mile is a stiff eight furlongs, but uh, having walked the course and the Times say it isn't. So what was your verdict on the nice. Rowley Mile?
1: No, it's never been a stiff track, has it, I mean, if you stand down at the mile start, I mean, you're looking down at the grandstand, there's no way that's going to ride stiff under any circumstances. Um, You know, I mean, I I think probably the front end bias has got more pronounced with years and years of overwatering, but apart from that, I mean, it's never been a, a proper stiff mile, really, I mean. On a stiff man, it's got uh, Donny,
0: isn't it? You know. Yeah. Exum. Exum was all the way. Yeah. I tell you what. Exum is, of course, he's actually on the chase course. It's one of the sharpest tracks there is. It's, it's right on inside. And despite the, it's the hurdles course that's like mega testing because that's on the outer loop and that hill is just immense. But the actual chase course is not that bad. Uh, you know, I'd say you want to be a fronter, you know, on on the chase course there. But, and I, I mean, in regards to Ian's point uh, regarding the Rowley Mile, I think a lot of it, because the wind blows behind so often, um, which is the westerly wind, I just think the times are always fairly quick there. And and he doesn't make it a stiff mile. No, I totally agree. I think undulations as well, John. Do you think, like, you know... It, that that makes it non-stiff it's like you know the, the undula- undulations in it kind of well when they run down into
1: the dip as well they i mean re- really i mean people talk about non stairs in guineas and things like that um that run down into the dip so pronounced you'd never get enough momentum built up to get you out the dip to the line with, with the seven furlongers. on to be honest
0: yeah yeah yeah, you might be leading into your bet with that one in a bit. Anyway, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Next question from John Hines, who's uh, on uh, on Twitter a lot, and he he likes our show, but well, he like he like he loves you, John, I think, because he says he says this is this is the John Joe. Um, right. So he says, "What's your view on the social media boycott?"
1: Absolutely pathetic. <laughs> I think it's ridiculous. Um, Typical of racing, fighting shy of any sort of criticism, they want it all bundled under one umbrella uh, as as being a bad thing, don't they? And this is racing's way of saying, stop criticising us, we're all really good. Well, bollocks. You know, I mean, Twitter will be fantastic this week because there'll be nobody getting offended at nothing and people can say what the hell they want and... Those that were taking part in the boycott will have to sit there on their hands silently fuming and good enough for them, you know. If you get pretty sad, get back, you know, give your yeah. point of view. But don't, it... don't we start with this earth business, it's
2: nonsense. It's the type of criticism though, John, isn't it? You know, if, if you're getting personal and you're getting racist and you're getting sexist, then you shouldn't be doing it. If it's just about someone's ability fair enough
1: criticise, but when it gets personal, you shouldn't be doing it. I don't, I don't class that as criticism, that's that's just loud you well, know? Yeah, we no, no need. Um, but, you know, racing's always been shy of any sort of constructive criticism. That, 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 that's my point, you know. But they don't want any of it, you, you know. Uh, jockeys don't want, like, they're the, the, like suspense, you know. Habitual dropout rides, you know, irrespective of track biases, pace, whatever, you, you know. Um, and if everybody got to him about that, then say he was getting trolled. He's not. He's people dealing with him with facts, but they class that as trolling just as much as if they were having to go at his hair cover. Yeah, I
0: mean, I, I, I totally agree. And the thing is, the thing is for me, though, you're always going to get like, the who shot JR types on Father Ted, aren't you? You know, I mean, there's there's one of them in for every every village, isn't there? So you, you're literally <laughs> going to get that sort, where you just, it, it, don't matter what you say, they're still going to be the same. So it, it, it's like everything. There'll always be a, a, a society that's... Uh, the, you know, racist, or you know, because they just that's it, that's what they are. You know, you, you can't just educate them because it's just in them, that's it. It's you know, and I think like these messages, whilst they're terrible, um, I just I, I don't see how a black art's gonna yeah. make any difference. Do you, do you agree with that? Well, it's a you know, yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. Yeah. You, you're exactly like, right, they're right done, you know, I mean. It's <laughs> probably not an Eddie Van spectacle, but, yeah, you know, it, it, s- somebody landed on my Blogspot page the other way and started having a pop. Well, I give him three or four paragraphs of his best work and then banned him.
0: <laughs> it, weren't, it weren't Leslie, were it?
1: Yeah. Under, <laughs> under two different um, uh, a Doris, identities. Doris. The no, it was oh. somebody, uh, Andrew Dittori and uh, oh, that's someone, some, someone else. <laughs> and, uh, uh. you know, I mean, I said someone, I couldn't bandy words with him so long because I was off to finger blast his sister. And then that was uh, <laughs> that was the end of the conversation. Oh,
0: yeah. That's, that's what, yeah, that's what you have to do these days. Finger blast, you are, I think. Um. <laughs> Which <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> <laughs> we move on to the best part of the show is this is the bit where you can all like get your notepads out and get ready to press pink on the machine that's if you've still got a Betfair account these days which is not easy to keep hold of um, and this leads into our first preview Nick Davis uh, you know, Happy Hammer uh, at the moment um, whether it, how long it'll be for I don't know but he says, will it be a stout fee or a trifecta in the Thirsk Hunt Cup? John, I'll lead him with you on the Thirsk Hunt Cup. <laughs> well,
1: no, it won't. Um, I think out of all those, I probably like Fry's the best. Um, but I think I've dug one
0: out of it. <laughs> yeah, with um, a spade.
1: Well, no, it's not necessarily a spare matter. A, a deep sea drilling excavation, <laughs> this one. Yeah. Um, starting of Mick Windmills. This is a horse that's been riddled with problems at a very late campaign the last two years, really. Yeah. Um, was really fresh on debut this year. Um, but there was not a great lot, lot of pace on and. Given the time off that he'd had, I thought it, there was every excuse for him being fresh and fizzy. And he still ran well. He wasn't baiting all that far. Um mm. Now, prior to that, he's run very well off I think it was a pound higher at Donny over ten furlongs. He just got nailed close home. So, I mean, he, he stays this and more. there will be oodles of pace on here because everybody thinks you're going to be leading over the male at thirsk, and I don't think you necessarily do. Um, so I don't think he'll pull tomorrow. He's got a nice paper, and he's got a lovely giant six, and he's 33-1. 33-1?
0: Yeah, and
1: uh, I, I think he's well worth a tickle at that price.
0: That's a cracking shout, John, um, and uh, I'm afraid that We've got a Bar steward special occurring here because he's my best bet of the weekend. You kidding? No. <laughs> so, so this is a, this is a thirty-three to one stonker. This this horse has been keen most of his life, um, and yeah. they've campaigned him mainly over ten furlongs, which is perplexing me as to why, because he's always been a beat takes a good but old. He's Rick windmill, and he's an idiot. Yeah, and if you look back. To 2019 before obviously he had probably a, a bit of a problem um he he beat one of phase Eva Maria and they went a decent lick that day and he gave Eva Maria a four star beat a three and three quarters Eva yeah. Maria Eva, Eva Maria went up to like 90 off that season won an X2 after that and he, he literally thrashed her that day absolutely thrashed Eva Maria that day and like you said the reappearance was amazing he, he took a big keen grip um <laughs> Uh, he made he made a lot of ground in the straight to take it up almost to out and then just flattened out sort of in the last furlong or so and as he was entitled to do so. I am astonished, and I'm going to say this: I am astonished at the price. Uh, he's rated 84. I think he can go much higher. Um, over over, they should be campaigning him in straight mile handicaps for the rest of the season. That's the best yeah. price. But the good, good thing with Thersky is they always go a good lick and. In the young cup, and 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 he's drawn seven, which is nice because you're central, which means turning for him, you can swing down that middle, middle of the track, and pick them off, and that's why it kind of ride right, I expect from uh, Tony Hamilton, and me and John, it's a bastard special. We're good at these. Massive price, thirty-three to one. Get on, stucker Can you beat that?
2: You won't believe this. Go on. Blue will. I've gone for the favourite, <laughs> Nugget. <laughs> I, 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 I just had it between the, fr- the, 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 three, um, the three unexposed um, favourites. To be honest, I just looked at it and thought one of the, the, the they haven't shown the, the best yet, and they're all on the upgrades. And I, cu- I couldn't choose between the three, and I quite like the way Nugget won last time out. I thought it had a bit more in hand. But um, if, you, if, you, if you think that starting was 33 to one and you both tipped it, it won't be that now. It'll be at least 66s. Yeah.
1: Anyway.
0: <laughs> Uh, well, I actually agree you're on Nugget, but not the price, obviously.
2: No, it's no, the price, price is rubbish. Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, and it did win very well last time. I do think it'll end up probably a, a, a listed performer at some point this season. A quitted also <coughs> was a decent bet for me and John, I think. Did we? Did you back it, John? I think we did. Yeah, we? yeah. Uh, Doncaster, and it looked all over the winner and either dogged it or, or wasn't quite tuned up fit. But uh he he's probably got a chance. But as I said, me and John we uh, you know, I, I swear down we've not discussed Selections before and we put with Storting at thirty threes both of them. i, I I'll my tell, bet. You what, I'll
1: tell you what, Lee, I mean he he he's a bit of a quilt, isn't he? But he's got his horses in fair Nick this year, I think, old Windmill.
0: I would say uh, the the young lads doing most of the trading now I would think. I mean yeah. Mick Mick's like Mick Winmill's like the director of football, isn't he, at the yeah. moment? Yeah. The ad's better, footage. I think so. So, yeah, so massive priced weekend banker special from the bar stewards there in Storting and Stockers waving with a fab. <laughs> right. <we're>... <laughs> Sorry, have <laughs> yeah, forecast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for, yeah for, reverse forecast with a fab. Yeah. Mm. Just. Nick, just Nick have, have a
1: forecast, don't warn him.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if Davis is listening, Davis, we've, we've, we've stumped you there. We're a big, big double-carpet perk. Um, two or five, Goodwood. It's the Conqueror Philly States. Goodwood had a fair amount of rain uh, this afternoon, just to slow up the going, which they needed after the broken watering system. It's a pity it weren't broke for the last five years, to be honest, the amount of water they chuck on. Um, so it's a mile-listed uh, race for Phillies. Uh, Lilac Road is currently two to one, five. Christopher. Tell me your, tell me your
2: uh, thoughts on this. I've got to be honest, I didn't even look at the race, so I, I, I don't want to really comment. <laughs> this is what <laughs> <Didn't, we're... laughs> I, I, thought, I thought we'd be doing new market, honestly. And I, just, I, just, I, just, I just looked at two races at uh, Goodwood. I've got to be fair. Yeah. yeah. What, what a turtle bastard you are. <laughs> right. So, just, so was, if John had come to me and said, "This is the running order," wouldn't you have a look at this race, this race, this race? First of all, I'd have told him to piss off, I'll do what I want. But I would have done it. I would have looked at all the races. But I didn't even look at that one. So nothing must have stood out.
0: It's just like on a golf course, that. If John <laughs> if John hits a putt, you you blame him for missing yours because you said you followed his line and you and he's made you miss it. You know? <laughs> even if i putting from the other side of the green. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like that. Um, John, I'll move to you then for some... Coherent advice for our uh, <laughs> listeners, John.
1: Any thoughts on this? I, I thought it was a bit of a sketchy race, to be honest. Um, at the prices, I maybe thought Edgington might be worth a, a a little look, anyway. At any rate, if it held its own in the betting, um, it's had a wind-up, tongue ties going on. It's, it's Bob Ogden, you know. He, he loves a Saturday night on the nest to celebrate.
0: <laughs> What, with the 18-year-old?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> so I, th- I think uh, if I had to have a bet, thank Christ I don't, I'd probably just plump for Edging card.
0: Yeah, um, class mare, really. Um, obviously comes here first after a wind up and a first-time tong-tie. Bit of tong-pie for uh, Robert Ogden as well that night. Um but yeah, I mean, Agincourt, Court. Yeah, the, the problem with me for this race is you've got all weather form to try and translate. For example, Amniurix is Ed Walkers. That's by Spates Town out or See the Stars mare. That's been doing all its form on the all weather, um, and I think that's that's really difficult to equate whether that's going to going to run a race. But am yeah. with you, John? Really, I like I like the wind up and the uh, and the tongue tie angle for Agincourt. Court. I think that's that's the way in here. And that's priced at 11 to 2. So me and John agreement again. That's two from two. We, I, this is, this is a, yeah, it's amazing, really. Is um, it great, man, or is it full and differ? Well, we, we know what uh, Hitler will say. He'll, he'll, yeah. he'll be saying... Yeah, he'll be
2: saying can yeah. I just put you right on the pronunciation? It's Agincourt. It's a French word, John. Sorry, not Agincourt. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. You worked at French. Yeah. Different war, mate. Different war that one.
0: Anyway, after that, um, I'm sure if you're still listening, (laughs) 150 new market. (laughs) 150 new market. We've got the uh, first ITV race of the afternoon. It's the uh, extremely valuable handicap, the Betfair Suffolk Stakes, class two event. And the joint market leaders as I speak at the moment are Bell Rock and Bright Melody at four to one joint pads. John, I'll come to you first.
1: Well, I thought there were two ways of looking at this. Um, first there's the uh, the John Inman method where you just land the back the kilt because it's a mile and a bit at the old market and there's not a lot of guaranteed pace where you'd probably say May Danny's having its first Free free run at the front since it won at Goodwood. The other way of looking at it, which is probably the way I'm going to play the race, is that Starcat was a bit disappointing last year. Um, I think Posh Boy here he's probably given it a good talking to, as well as setting about it with a pair of house bricks and <laughs> taking its knackers off. Um, because it was fancy for one of two nice races last year. You know what I mean? didn't go off on bet. Um, I like the O-E off a of break, fresh. And I I think that could could run a nice race somewhere around about the 8-1 to one mark. But I, I would be very wary of uh, Mayor Danny getting a, a free scout at the front for uh, Old that Harry at Middlum.
0: What do you think he'll do with the kilt, though? Do you think he'll take 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 it on with the other thought, he's it,
1: enough it. isn't he let's be fair <laughs> <laughs> you, know, yeah. uh, you know you can yeah. say he's tail going into a speed jewel and both be spent going into the dip uh, it wouldn't be the biggest shock you know if, you, if you're a kilt player really you can afford to wait a a long can't you and then have a go so you, are
0: good. you recommending a small play
2: on StarCat I am yeah okey doke StarCat for John Christopher, May, um, Danny for me. I think he, uh, but although it's got two ways of running as all Johnson horses um, I have. Th- I think when it's when it's on, it's it looks like a proper horse. I'm um, I'm hoping it'll get a softy tomorrow, and um, I, th- I think it's probably my better the day, to be honest. Um, but I could see, but you could see it coming last as well. But that's the trouble with Johnson. You don't know how, how they're going to run. But I think it's has got bags of ability. In it. It's probably got a, bit, a fair bit in the in the tank still. It showed a lot of good form last year, and then there was other races where it, it, it it'll either run really well or really badly. That's the problem with it. To,
0: to, to be fair, I think you're pretty accurate there. Like the, when it, the, the two races it has won, it's absolutely bolted up twice, yeah. as if you know, like you say, as if when it's on it, it's on it. And you know, it, I do think a rating of hundred now makes it a bit stiff, but. The sixth in that Newbury race where it was six to Illarab, Il- I think, is really strong form. Star he had Starcat behind it that day, not by much, only a couple of couple of head bobs. Um, so, but I, I think I think you're both on the right lines there. I think they're the two, uh, Maidanee and Star that that I'd like to take, you know, like like into this race. That that Newbury form line is really strong for me, so I'm abstaining from a bet though, because I'm like that. Uh, <laughs> so we move on to the 2.25 at Newmarket it's the Betfair Palace House Stakes it's a group 3 event over the years seen some very very classy winners the likes of uh, Arsehole Power, Mason um, Tangerine Trees etc etc in modern times John can you remember any other winners back in the day of this, like big winners
1: yeah uh, there was that uh, Great, there and so on and Ball boy might have won anything else for lady Bay. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, It's been it's been a good race over the years, hasn't it?
0: Uh, It has, and I think this year's probably a little bit, a bit, bit below that kind of level uh, of of past years when 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 you've got the likes of. you know, horses that's rated around a hundred that's sort of got chances of winning. We can't getting into damp squid territory,
1: aren't we, this year?
0: Yeah, it's not not a very good renewal. Um, uh, I'll I'll move to uh, Chris though first to see, you know, just so he's not copying any of our bets. Sprint anymore.
1: expert, <laughs>
0: yeah. You know,
2: the, the sprint expert of them all, yeah, of Middlesbrough. Yeah. Well, personally, I think that Lozoli is the only one that's got the potential to get anywhere near the top of the sprinting ranks. The rest of them just look like handicappers listed at best, whereas Lazzoli has got the potential I, to, I got, I got, to run in the got, big I, races. Hang yeah. on a minute. Lazzoli Lo, it's Lazuli. <laughs> All right, I've written it down wrong. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> anyway, that's right. the one I'm going to
1: that's, that's something you rub in. <laughs>
2: Anyway, anyway that's, the, that's the horse for me. Lozoli the rest of Lozoly, yeah, yeah, definitely. So land, lands your life from, what, from whatever, from,
0: yeah, whatever says says Stocker. <laughs> So that's the Palace House sort of for you. You know what, you know what books to press for that. Um, John, what what are you going count to counter, uh, Christopher, with that?
1: Well, he's really hard to counter that, to be honest. I, I, I'd probably like to see Tom Marley win it with one of his, because he probably hasn't had a winner for 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> did, how, how many winners does he have, you know, for like a, a so-called middle-of-the-road little
0: leash owner? God. Uh, he he, he bangs him in, doesn't he? I'd cheer him on every time. I think he's a yeah. crack fella. Uh, I I've me. I mean, spoke with him numerous times, and I think he's. I think he's. Without him in in the game, I think he's in the worst worst place. He takes He's, on... he's mustard, in me, You know what I
1: yeah. mean. Yeah, yeah. Win after winner after win. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um. But as as regards the race tomorrow, I thought Lazuli well, has some pretensions towards being a go horse of sorts. So if I had to bet in the race, I'd, I'd probably back that and.
0: Side without ginger there. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I I completely concur that he's, he's the only horse in this race that can that can I mean judicial is nine years old now. Yeah. I love I love Steve Brown, the Julie Camacho yard, I think they're brilliant, and that's another yard I'd cheer on. The Mr. Burton and his adults now, are not man? I think so. I mean I had a great season last year, uh won the I think it was a chip chase at at Newcastle, and then it followed up with a listed win in the Queens Ferry at Chester, and they had, they had a great season with it. And you, but you just think now at nine, you know, rattling quick ground, you know, we'd be bored, wouldn't we? Really. Yeah. Um. So uh, Laz Laz, Laz Lazuli. <laughs> <laughs> Lazuli. For, us, for us three at the Palace House. Yeah, we're, we're unanimous there again. Right. The three o'clock Newmarket. Let's see if we can get a difference of opinion, Geoffrey. It's the uh, Jockey Club Stakes, a group two event, and Pile Driver and Sir Ron Priestley are nine to four joint favourites on the tissue. John, where are we going with this?
1: No contest. This Ooh. they are have to improve to get at Pile Driver. He's definitely going to get the be best court first time up before. Mewa's shit training gets into him. <laughs> now, Mewa will put a lot of star into this one having a good season because it's like the first time he's had a day since, oh, since the dawn of time. And I ex- I confidently expect him to run his arc here and really wipe the floor with this lot and then go completely off the boil. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This, this is his day. Um, no doubt about it. Neil you know, as when all the right noises coming into the race, he's probably got him wound up tighter than Dick's hat band. And <laughs> uh, I, I, I just can't say him past him. I think nine to four ancient toes to run Dodar from the killed. I think this is stealing money.
0: Wow. That's a that's a, that's a a big uh, up, up from John there at nine to four. Possibly a banker for Saturday there. Uh, for anyone at nine around the nine to four mark, John very confident. Christopher, do you uh, share John's confidence?
2: I don't, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think Power Driver did all its um, winning last season. I, th- I think he will be on the downgrade this year. I, th- I think I think the, the the one for me, although I could I could give Johnson's a, a chance there, but I've already tipped one of Johnson's. So he's not getting two winners of a day. I'll go with uh, the Haggis thing, Al-Zara Kwan, that absolutely lumped home. Against a decent horse of um, Al Miguans, yeah. Yeah, 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 and it looked really good. I know, it, I know, it's all weather. It's un- I think it's unbeaten in two seasons. That, that that'll be the one for me. I know it's got a few pounds to, to catch a pile driver with, but I can see it doing it. And it could be anything this year. That thing, that's that's the one for me, anyway. Yeah, I, I mean,
0: highly progressive, very impressive in disposing of Al Miguel as well. I can't can't really fault the performance at Kempton has to repeat it now back on grass. Obviously, it has been on grass before. It's not 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 an issue. It's it's, it's won at Doncaster on fast ground. But obviously, will that level of form be repeated? It is by Golden Horn at a Shamadal mare. Golden Horn's are going quite well in the all-weather, but Shamadal, particularly on the dam side. So that would be the one slight, slight concern that it can repeat that. Uh, going through the run of Sir Ron Priestley, I felt was very, very impressive at Nottingham. Incredibly impressive. Blew me away how impressive it was. But could bounce, you know. It was a long time off, twenty-four days. The straight back out, typical Johnston, Johnston binger, and pile driver like John says is the class act of the race. And basically, if, if the real pile driver turns up, I'd like to see what beats it. Uh, Thunderous um, has had has had more problems than, uh, than than I can remember. I think he's had two or three setbacks. Thunderous. Which is why I'd be very wary of backing that on very fast ground. Uh, I think I'm sure it's fractured a pelvis before Thunderous. Um, I, I, I could be wrong on that, but I think it has. So I think when horses do that, running them on rattling fast ground, that's that's a no. Even you're you yeah. qualified <laughs> you Qualified vet, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So John John's with Powell Driver. Um, Stocks is with Alzarican. I'm with. I'm going to go with John on Powell Driver because I think that it'll take a very, very good horse to beat him, and on its day. and And I think if the real Pal Driver turns up, that's possibly the one. We move on to the biggie, the biggie of the day, on a on a very uh, sparse new market card. It has to be said in terms of numbers, but the guineas has attracted a field of fifteen, and it goes off at 3-4. So the current fad that they, that they all want to be on is Wembley of the Aiden <laughs> O'Brien that Ryan Moore's chosen to ride. So the misery has gone for Wembley. John, uh, John, what do you think to the uh, 2,000 guineas? You can leave me in here.
1: Well, I, I, I spent two days looking for high definition and wondering what was going on. Um, Ledger. Well, couldn't believe it. So it wasn't <laughs> he, <ruined. laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be the Um No, I mean, I, I, I've I've sort of looked at this series for quite a little while now, and become less and less impressed with it. And you know, about, about a week ago, I was, I was full of war, or it really I just thought, oh my god, it's just going to be one of them races where they've all been baiting each other, and they're all shit really, and I don't even want to watch it. But I went back and. I watched the baby Jaws of Sarce win in Ireland. and to me, the turn of foot that horse showed was the one pretension to real class that we've seen in the entire build-up to this race. He's in trouble. He saw a bitter dear later in thrace yard he was out and clear. I don't think there was any other horse in this field could have done that, and for those who thought he'd be knocked on the track or stay in the goers, I just put it completely down to the ground. And I think unless there's a deluge tonight, or unless Muta Sarbeck turns out to be an incredible horse, I think the baby Joseph wins the Guinness tomorrow.
0: Good stuff, John. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously we were very fond of that horse last last autumn. We backed it in that in that race at uh, the Curra and uh, you know we we were we were dancing all night after that because it won at generous odds, I think eight to eight to one, and, and absolutely showed a blistering turn of foot. Uh, in, interesting that you that you like it uh, for the guineas, Christopher. Do you do you agree with John's assessment of, of the two thousand guineas?
2: I would give Thunder Moon a big chance, but I've, I've, gone, I've gone a little bit further afield. Um, I quite like the, the winner of last year's Futurity, which was Mac Winnie, right? I know it's not running before you kick off, right? And I Run
1: thought... And it kick beat,
2: off. Yeah, it beat, it beat <laughs> one ruler. One ruler's very high up in the guineas betting. He's got, <clears> and he's running at a different horse called Poetic Flair, which has won three of its four starts. I, 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 don't, I don't think you really tilts at windmill, so... I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a little dig at that one each way. I think. I think that's my one for them. I, I can't have the O'Briens because you just you don't know which one's going to win out of them. And and to be fair, the baby Josephs sauces, they're not in good form. Whether it's over sticks or on the flat, they're not they're not running well. So I'm thoroughly one. I'm 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 thoroughly
0: upset that you have chose that. Thoroughly. Have you
2: upset. chose that as well?
0: Yeah. Oh. I mean I mean I mean this is horrendous. I mean me agreeing with you is just <laughs> absolutely right. Um. I'll tell you why I've gone for poetic flair. Um, it, it won its maiden over five furlongs uh, back in March. Now, Nasty Jib was getting very excited after that because he said he said this this will just this is the next uh, this is the next dawn approach. He says this is, and he actually quoted as that he went straight for the Jewess deliberately because he said that this this was this was like the. This was like the the, the sire uh, dawn approach. This he, he was he, he was adamant that this was the next this was the next big thing. So I was I was interested then. Now in the Dewest, I think he he just got a little bit bogged down. Um, I think the ground and he didn't get much of a, a, a passage in the Dewest. And if you watch the jockey in the closing stages, he completely eases off. So I think and. And, and that was a that was a good move because after that he came out and won last back end easily from Zafi's Pride in the Group Three, and then on his reappearance he did the same again. And do you know what I love about this horse? It absolutely wants it. If this this is a UFC cage fighter, this 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 horse gets its head down and it will not be denied. It's one of those horses and. As if like well you have to be don't you to be trained by Jim I mean you know I mean <laughs> it's, 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 that's what Jim demands you know he demands out of his jockeys everything so and I think this horse is that it 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 lives and breathes and it tries it wants to win and I think that is valuable in terms of I think the finish here t- tomorrow I, I I do take John's points about Thunder Moon I do have the worry about it getting that last furlong if if it's Run at lung busting fractions. Whereas you look at Poetic Flair, I think it absolutely is crying out for the mile on, on pedigree, you know, like uh, everything points to sort of like mile and a quarter, really, with Poetic Flair. So the fact it's doing it over seven, I think, is impressive. So I agree with you, Stocks. It's Poetic Flair all the way, a, a, a big value. It's been back, by the way, 16s into 12s already. Is so it? yeah, I, I, I do think this could be a steamer tomorrow. I think I think with a lot of doubts, like everyone's beating everyone else. Like Ian Davis made a uh, made a point on Twitter, a question I didn't ask at the beginning, but i bring bringing here, and he said about all the the horses beating everybody in a soft ground duo, so all very you know mixed and you know the forms a bit bit wishy washy, and I, I kind of agree. And I, I think it's one of them years where I think something will stick its head above the parapet and go and do it. And me and Stocks are a big jib. And uh, uh, John is with Thunder Moon with the smart turner foot for the baby Joseph. So let's hope that we can supply you with a guineas winner there. Between us, we would better. Do. We move on to Sunday. We move on to Sunday, and it's the thousand guineas day. And the first race we are covering on the Sunday is the 150 at Newmarket. It's the mile and a half uh, handicap, not to 105. Favorite is Zabiel Champion. John.
1: I thought possibly the kill toss situation in that race. I think they're all very much at the top of the mark. They've been run, running the win in front end tracks, getting it all their own way. Um, I thought Global Storm might serve it up till Wasn't given much of a ride last time. um still have ridden a bit handier this time, I would have thought. And... Uh, I, th- I think that's a in bet against, the, against
0: Mr. Misery himself. Yeah, Global Storm had its prep out in Maidan. Well, it might not have been a prep for this or anything, but it's just, it basically, at least it's had some kind of wintering in Dubai. Yeah. Ran, ran seventh there in Maidan. Uh, prior to that, it uh, was you know, in decent form last year uh, in Handicap Company off 93. Uh, Christopher, so
2: John fancies Global Storm you anything in this? Uh, If I had to have a bet, and I I, I probably won't bother, but if I had to have a bet, I'd go with Frankie on Grand Bazaar. Yeah. Just because it's Frankie on Gosden, basically. Yeah. I I, I, I didn't really look at that one. John never sent me the memo. So (laughs) (laughs) So there you you have it again.
0: This is what you listen to. Insightfulness (laughs) of the bar stewards. Um, Well, I'll I'll sort of uh, prop John up here um, a little bit and give some insight. I I just think Rodrigo Diaz is potentially going to be top class this year. Um, uh, Cheating uh, Simcock got this off 59 (laughs) last year and it was just laughable the way it's been winning. Uh, It won its last race off 73, just laughing at Sashenka, absolutely laughing at it. And it's it's off 83 today. I think it could possibly go to 100. I'm not, I, I don't know how it's going to react to running on the turf because the mother, Kitty Wells, she only won, I think, on the all-weather. Um, no, she did win one on turf, I think, but I think she was... She, I, I'm not so sure that she handled turf very well or, or fast ground very well. So the one worry would be the ground. I have no idea whether Rodrigo Diaz will handle it. But certainly in terms of potential for this year, um, with all these runners seemingly at the marks. I felt that off 83 was very interesting for Simcock and D'Souza. Right, we'll move on to the 225. It's the Betfair Pretty Poly sticks, 15-8 to 8 fab is Ashari.
2: Stocker, what you got? Um, I quite like the Gosden angle again, funnily enough. Taz Lima, it was favourite last time out on its only run. Um, got beat by a stable mate that was lesser fancied on the day. That was rid- ridden by um, Havlin. The other thing was ridden by Nicky Mackay, so Frankie must have stayed at home. Um, so that would be my choice there, I think. Tas Lima. Tas Lima. Philly by yeah. Golden Horn.
0: Mm. Obviously, bred to do much better uh, 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 this season. Golden Horn's do improve from two to three, has been shown so far. Um, currently priced at around the nine to one mark has been backed, stocker I can tell you overnight. Yeah, twelve <laughs> to nine. Bound to be on it. <laughs> John, what do you say to his nonsense? And well,
1: I, I try to just try to ignore him. Say um, carrot. Um, I guess he's asked caught the eye on W, Um I don't know whether it's up to this. It, it, it's a big hike in class um, for a second run, but I think the stable's powerful enough to send one for a race like this after getting bait in the maid and send one to, to compete. Betting would indicate still fancied um, sea carrots, really.
0: Yeah, incredibly unlucky at New Break. Everyone was moaning. Everyone was saying, what has he done to get that beat? Yeah. Um, I mean, he'd got bundles in hand. It would have won by about five wickets, I think, if if just given a straightforward ride down the middle of the track. No idea what he was doing. Um, so, Marquand takes over, I think. Was it Doyler last time? It was. Mm-hmm. Doyle, the, the Doyler. He's like, he's, I, don't, I don't rate him this year, the Doyler. I think I've watched him a few times, don't rate him. I think he's going down downhill. Um, yeah. So, uh, my selection in the race is Alba Rose. I, I felt that, for the kilt, I felt this was uh, an interesting uh, angle in terms of stepping up in trip, given that she's a half-sister to, to Sir Ron Priestley, subjectivist, that's obviously one over two miles. Sir Ron Priestley is obviously a mile and a half, mile and three quarters. Uh, the dam is related to sort of 10 furlong animals. It's, it's all... All stamina-laden. So the fact that she's done so very well over seven furlongs at two before bombing out on heavy uh, last back end, I just thought she was interesting stepping up to ten for the first time. Probably a you know, softie
1: as well.
0: Yeah, they'll probably just bounce out and, you know, because they, they'll know she'll stay. It's, it's, not, yeah. a, it's, not, an, it's not an issue of stamina. So they'll just bounce out. And like I say, everyone's taking leads, taking a pull. I think Alba Rose could be... Uh, Nice little each-way bet there. So that would be my choice for the Pretty poly We move on to the Betfair Dahlia Stakes, the 3 o'clock race. It's a Group 2 event. Um, this, this race over the years has had many classy winners. And uh, this year, Queen Power heads the market at 9-4. to 4. John, your thoughts on the uh, Dahlia Stakes?
1: Well, I mentioned earlier to yourself I think Queen Power is a a bit of an asshole now. I don't know whether that's got anything to do all the way it's been ridden the last couple of years, I don't know. But it's not one I would care to take any sort of short price about. The one I like was Posted. I've always had this horse in management, like nine or ten furlongs. I think uh, Stairndamsey is the indicator that I, I, I can say they seven and a half decent season, to be honest. Um if we go up in trip away but And uh, I, I think generally we've got enough in the in the bank to to trouble the best of these. Um I think on's a, a bit of value.
0: Yeah, I mean posted I think has put up some like terrific efforts at times. And you know, I mean it beat Mont... Uh, sorry, she she beat Mont Mon um, last back end in the fortune, and Lavender's Blue was behind her that day. Um, you know, and only thing I would say is probably Perrott's trading them this year and feeding them properly. Um, yeah. Last last season, she probably wasn't. Um, mm-hmm. So there's, there's a revival from ABBA. You know, Benny Anderson will be sat at home oh, now. Nah. You know, does your mother know? You know, playing <laughs> Does Your Mother Know? Wanting Lavender's Blue to, to bomb in tomorrow. You know, you just see that, can't you? He's got Does yeah, Your man. Mother Know on. Yeah, and and he's wanting Lavender's Blue to win Dahlia. Um yeah. so yeah, but I, I take your point about Persons So it's already been, uh, she's already beaten Lavender's Blue. Um she's six to one, Lavender Blue four to one. Perf, perf perfect case, really. Nice Philly, uh, by Kingman, We're mayor now, five years old. But yeah, so good choice. Um so you don't like Queen Power, John, you think she's a bit jaded she's a bit ooh. Uh Stocker, what we
2: say for the Dahlia? Uh, lavender Blue, I think, is my better the day on Sunday. Um yeah. banging form with its with its win last time out. Can't have Queen Power, that just gets beat every time, doesn't it? It's it's one of them, it's it runs alright, third or fourth. Even, doesn't matter what price it is, whether it's favourite or whether it's not favourite, it it still just runs into a place. He always finds somebody something to beat it. So I couldn't have that I'm with John on that one. I couldn't have that at a sharp price. And lavender blue for me, I think. Okay. okay. Interesting. So both of you think that uh... Queen
0: Power is Queen a bit of a cow. And uh, so John's with Posted and Stocks is with Lavender's Blue. And that is his Waterloo by the looks of it. So that's the three o'clock at Newmarket, the Dahlia Stakes. Um, I'm offering no selection in that. I- I'm abstaining. I- that's that's the one that-, that just curves outside the off stump and you leave it. Um, so I- I'm-, I'm leaving the race we go on to the three forty New Market, the flagship Philly race of the season. A mile one thousand guineas. Christopher, what have you got for you must have got something interesting in this because you you'll have you'll have looked at this all week and you'll have you'll have basically come up with something I think interesting for this.
2: I had a certainty for it, mate. Pretty gorgeous, but he's not running. What a shame. <laughs> Good
0: old baby jewelser, thank you, mate. Has pretty
2: gorgeous gone trans then. It's not yeah, really, uh, whatever. It's not, it's not, it's a not runner. Yeah, right. So, so what are we doing now then? what, what... Oh, I'm gonna do. So, so I can't have the um, the O'Brien's new wonder horse thing that's six to five now. Will probably go off odds on tomorrow, especially if he wins the Guineas, the, the two thousand on uh, on Saturday. So I couldn't be having that. So I've gone for a speculative uh, punt on Jane Chapelheim's Saffron Beach. Which I think will need every yard of this mile, um, but I think it'll just run at a solid race. Whether it'll be good enough, I don't know, to be honest. But that, that's what I'd be going for.
0: Yeah, I'm a, I, I felt this were a disappointing like thousand guineas. Really, it yeah. it, it's one at worst. I think I've, I, I've, I can remember. I, can't, I mean, I cannot see anything that's running the, the trials being, being top class. I'm not saying they're not good, good, good fillies. or or really nice fillies. I just don't see any of them as going to be uh, anything to follow this season, Uh, which leaves the Fav, which is you're basically betting on, you have to be betting on homework because they've made it sort of six to four favorite overnight. And it's like, it's won a maiden. She's done it nicely, but the form's nothing immense. She's just done it nicely. and, And, and that's it. I mean, obviously she's bred to be very useful. What I would say is if it, if you're one of these that wants just something to follow for the season, rather than backing her for the guineas, what I would do is, I would back her for the guineas and double up with the Oaks. So, like, I'd ask for a price, I'd do a request a bet, I'd say, price for the guineas and the Oaks double, because the if she if she wins well, we've got the sirens for John Nolan. <laughs> 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 Here we go. We never we're fail. The
1: after his hard drive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I something for six o'clock. They're eight
0: minutes late. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, but yeah, so like Santa Barbara, uh, that should be end at sure, really. Sirens. That's like a hint in it, sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Santa Barbara. I felt um, <clears throat> the value perhaps in a guineas double rather than just to win the guineas because. I just think she'll stay further than a mile. That, that's that's the impression I got. They started off at a mile on soft ground, so I just think she'll get further than a mile. And what price if she bolts up in this? She'll be ten to eleven for the Oaks. So you've you, you, you've done it. You know you, you you're counting your winnings. Uh, that's that. and if she doesn't, then you'd 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 have lost if you'd had a single in the Guineas anyway. So anyway, that's my angle, John. What's your thought? I can't look past the favourite. Um... Yeah.
1: There's nothing in here of any consequence. Um, If he was in any doubt, he'd be running three or four. He isn't. He's clearly He he, thinks he's got one here, and he probably has. I I don't see any point in taking
0: it on. I agree. This must be working out down to be this price. This this must be doing. This must be doing record times on. You know, I mean, Mm. it just. Everyone knows it can't be this price, but it is. Yeah. So it must be just doing stupid things on the gallops. Yeah. But then it's got to do it on the day. It's got to do it on the day. But but yeah, um, that's all we can offer on the guineas. Any other business, gents? Have you got any other like strong, massive naps for the for the for the weekend? No. You know, Not me. Nope. No, I me mean neither. So so we'll be back on Sunday with the sermon. Um, uh, to be be a be a good show this week because we'll be moaning like hell. And um, we will leave you with the thoughts that we've, that me and John have napped a 33 to one winner um, of the Hunt Cup, and and I think yeah, that, uh, yeah that's amazing. Yeah, it's a Bastard special nap, 33 to one winner of the first Hunt Cup. I've agreed with Stockholm one as well, which is just it's, it's left me a bit. Well, in the Guineas, me and you agreed, mate, didn't we? Well, we did, yeah. To be fair, yeah. Well, poetic, well. So I'm saying poetic flair. So poetic flair in the Guineas for me and stock starting for me and John in the Unk Cup at massive prices. Don't say we don't give you big prices, because we're giving it you. Anyway, been a cracking show, gents. We're back on Sunday, me and John, at the usual time on Sunday evening. I hope you enjoyed. Bye for now.